coming to CuriosityStream. Go on an adventure, 66 million years in the making, with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Pod Ones Podcast. I am your host, Luke, and as always, the the man next to me. It's me, Char, Char J. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. We'll be covering episode episode six of season three. Uh, Is that right? Episode no, six? it's episode four. Episode four. four. Okay, I was way ahead. Episode four of season three of Clone Wars, titled Sphere of Influence. We're going to be getting a deep dive about that, and... You guys will be seeing that in about two minutes. Let's so let's hunger down. Let's introduce our guests for the show. Yep. Never was made as Obi Wan's battle, but you might make it as mine. Now, time to bring on our awesome guests for this episode. So the uh, first one is. Okay. Who do you? I think it'll we'll do. be. Hi! We'll do it'll be Kyber or Liz from Kyber Crystals Designs. Uh, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, is this your first podcast? It is. I'm very nice. There we go. <laughs> awesome. First for everything. Let's go. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so happy that you uh could make it. Uh, and we appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. No, yeah, absolutely. And then we've got a person that has been on before. Yeah, she was in the first was... watch along for the Book of Boba Fett. This very is first true. Episode. Yep. And she's one half of uh, Sith Face Pod. Alanis, not a Kyber. How's it going? It's going great. I'm happy to be back. Ooh, and you're talking Clone Wars this time. You're not talking Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. I know it's my thing. I got the shirt on. There like, you go. Ready to go. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, absolutely. Pringles girl at heart. There you go. There you go. Um, we've got some people in the chat. Harith uh, from They Fly Now. Go follow them and all of their social medias, and go check out their podcast. Uh, Monday nights, uh, they stream. They just pick a topic and they talk. They have people on and. 
It's a lot of fun. I've been on twice, twice or three times. It's always good. It's always a good time with uh, yeah, so Carter and Aerith. We also have the second half of the Sith Face podcast. We have Grand Admiral V in the chat as well. Ooh, I was, just about, I was just about to get there. You got a little bit <laughs> ahead of me. It. Beat yeah. you to it. <laughs> uh, Aiden talks Star Wars topics. We are trying to get him to 1,000 followers on TikTok. So go follow him. He does great content. Um, we've got Liv. Uh, Liv supporters here. We always love that. Coming out and hanging out and supporting her and hanging out, I guess. St. Uh, yeah. Pat. Hello. Hello. Hey. And then we have Brooke Hi, in Brooke. the chat. Brooke. Brooke. Uh, we're going to take a second here to plug Brooke's stuff. Uh, Brooke has a Etsy shop called Far, Far Away Factory. Uh, she does everything from custom jackets to T-shirts to, uh, like, um, stickers for laptops or anything like that, uh, shoes. Um, so if you're looking for something Star Wars for a either a significant other or even if you just want to treat yourself, Go to Far Far Away Factory on Etsy. Uh, it's got an Instagram at Far Far Away Factory. Uh, follow Brooke on TikTok at B underscore Dazzler. Um, and go check her stuff out. It's great. She's awesome. Um, and then we got Grand Admiral V, who, Alanis, we really have to worry, work on her to get her on an, a, a Clone Wars episode i know she's she's my thrawn my my other half of my thrawn i'm working on the uh clone wars currently uh v's brain worms are on the high republic which where it should be half of my brain worms <laughs> exactly. are there too which it should we'll, be we'll get we'll we'll get her there we'll get her there but uh thanks everybody for showing up and supporting us and supporting these great women and uh Let's get into it um, real quick before I guess we get into the episode. Um, I'm going to start with Liv. Um, what it, what got you into this little thing that we like to call Star Wars? Well, my dad showed me A New Hope when I was about five, and I think I lasted like 20 minutes. I did not have the brain capacity for Star Wars yet. So I grew up kind of aware of it, but never really into it until The Mandalorian came on because that felt like a really easy access point into the wonderful, crazy world of Star Wars, and uh, it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe uphill. I think it's I wouldn't say it's downhill. I think it's an uphill. What? So, and another thing. What? Okay. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? That's so hard. I I would actually say A New Hope because it's just like it's the it's the first one. It's the original. All the excitement is there, um, and it feels like almost not amateur but it feels i don't know you can tell it's their first one and i really like that quality like you know when the stormtrooper bonks his head and things like that okay <laughs> so no, yeah, yeah that, that's a that's a good answer i like that answer a lot um and elena's so i got into star wars um i saw attack of the clones somehow i think it was like on tv or something and i was like this is the coolest thing ever had no idea that like star wars was a thing um, begged my mom to go to the library. So we rented all of the DVDs when like DVDs were like a thing still. Um, I forgot you could get DVDs from the library. Yeah. And I fell in love, was extremely confused when watching the originals because I was like, who is, what is that? <laughs> um, very confused. Um, and it's just kind of spiraled. Um, and then 
you know, once I understood how to like link things together as I got older, um, I understood that like the prequels came after, but they also came first technically. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got into the books and here I am. Here I am. That's awesome. And what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Attack of the Clones. I will defend it until the day I die. It has the best world building. It has the best characterization. We get to see Kamino. We get to see Coruscant. I love Obi and Annie's interactions. The Battle of Geonosis. Whoa, whoa, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Love it. Hold on. You just said you loved the interaction between Anakin and Obi-Wan? Yes. that movie? that elevator scene, that's okay, one of my favorites. Okay. okay, elevator scene, okay. But the rest but of their interactions, them. it's it, like... But it's so them. It's so them. But it's such a contradiction to what he says in episode four, though. That's the I only know. problem I have. I love it, though. But the Clone Wars, <laughs> which we're talking about, makes up for that. Yes. Makes up for that. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of like my story. How Lucas heard this plenty of times, where my first oh, movie yeah. that I saw was Attack of the Clones, and I really resonated with it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But as I grew older, I kind of just strayed away from that movie. So I mean, movies are an experience, or is in a experiential thing. So my experience of the movie now is different from yours, and that is perfectly fine. Like it's all about experience, and if you had a better yes. experience than I did, more power to you. Yeah, I am the uh, when I say prequels, like my second favorite Star Wars movie is literally Phantom Menace. So I am like, I'm really on Whoa. the outskirts here. I'm really you know, on the outskirts like, here. Not a lot of people. You know what? That's and you know what? That's that's interesting. You say that because I uh, when people say they love the prequels, they their fir- their favorite movies. Revenge of the Sith. That's mm-hmm. my third. Oh my god! I love. <laughs> I, I Revenge of the Sith always like it's Empire or Revenge of the Sith for me. It flip flops daily. Like which one is my favorite? Yeah, because there's so I many can, can iconic moments, and like obviously, if you can't tell, like Darth Vader is my boy, and like, but watch it. Well, talking about my favorite characters, like Blacker Sand's becoming one of my favorite characters, and I don't even care. I love that Wookiee. But yeah, we got the glasses on. Yeah, oh man, (laughs) I had to bring them back. Come on, you did, you did, you did. Iconic, you did. Hey, they were ten bucks at Party City. I had a cop. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's not bad for ten dollars. I guess. Got to get the ten dollars worth out of them. They were Vader ones, but I was like, nah. Uh, Oh well, you know, he's Boba Fett's my favorite character. I have to stick with it. Yeah, that's okay. He's the superior (laughs) character anyway. I mean, he is the uh, the centerpiece of Star Wars. I mean, he is kind of important. Boba Fett is just cooler in my mind. So, well, that yeah. I mean, and like, yeah, we'll talk about it in a little a little bit later about the (laughs) about Boba Fett as a whole. But um, you guys came here to talk Clone Wars, and that's what we're gonna do. Um, so we are on. We are in season three, episode four, the Sphere of Influence. Um, this episode from a, a canon standpoint is exactly where it's, it it is stands in, in, in canon. Um, usually sometimes when we do arcs and stuff, especially in the first two seasons, everything was wishwashy chronologically. Um, this is where it starts to really, everything starts to be coming in line, uh, correctly. Um, but Char... It's time for your plot summary. All right. 
Hit so me. the annual, or not the annual, the the weekly pro- the plot summary of yep. chapter four of season three. All right? Yep. Here we go. <clears throat> Let me get in straight. Ready? Mm-hmm. Pantora in peril. The newly elected chairman of Pantora, Baron Papanoida, is caught in a deadly political game. The Trade Federation has blockaded Pantora and suspended all commerce within the system. Isolated from the rest of the Republic, the people of Pantora are beginning to rally against the Senate, who have seemed unsympathetic to their palate. Or plight, my bad. I said palate, not plight. <laughs> anyway, next part. To make matters worse, Count Dooku has come forward of offering aid and Pantora joins the Separatist Alliance. Chairman Papanoida has dispatched Senator Chuchi to Coruscant with the home... Ah, this one's long. You got, you got, you got it. Go. <laughs> that she can motivate the Senate to act in favor of Pantora before Lot Dodd can legitimize the blockade. Nice. Very, very, very well done, my friend. I say that was subpar because I had a little bit of a breather in between and I kind of messed up well, some words. But I mean, I mean, hey, that's the. I think that's the one of the longest plot summaries that will, I've I've read so far. So. I will say this though, chart. I guarantee you, Tom Kane got to pause and pause and then record the next part of it he didn't have well, to do it all in one take you don't know that i mean he's a legend I, you, you he know, is a legend I'm but you char. i'm just char <laughs> now you're selling yourself short <laughs> it's not what, what we're about here char come on um but so we start off uh with a shot of i believe we see the federation ships uh in front of pantora first um and they're blockading obviously pantora because they are part of the republic and they're like oh well hmm, you, we're, we're not gonna allow that because palpatine's like huh let's let's try to screw with some more people you know like the entire time like that's the one thing about the prequel trilogy it's like if the jedi had some insight and actually listened to the force they would have figured it out none of it would have happened mm-hmm. but i digress um so Senator Chuchi, Chuchi goes to uh, and, and, and pleads with the Senate in the beginning. And I wish we had more of her character. Yes. I wish so too. Same. Anybody else? Like I, I so I, I feel a... like it's just a consen- consensus there, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like the Pantoran Padme. It's 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 very simple. Mm-hmm. Like she's such a strong mind in the Senate, she knows what she's talking about. She's fighting for her home planet, just like how Padme did when Naboo had the blockade happen to them in the Phantom Menace. So I feel like in this case, she is the Padme to Pandora, Pantora. I was about to say Pandora um, <laughs> to the Phantom Menace. So I think it's a cool connection that is shown in the show and this episode specifically. Um, anybody else got anything to add about Chuchi? Uh, yeah, I. She she shows up not very often, but I really love her character. I love her design, and um, I feel like she goes through a lot of change for s- such a, a character with such low screen time, especially in that one arc um, that I don't remember the name of, uh, where she really she has to come into herself as a senator a little bit, and you really see that change in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the former chairman of Pantora who got a spear thrown at him because he was a Rest douche no 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 that guy was a certified douche all right yeah, he was the worst actually he was the worst <laughs> this is pantora sovereign it's like no nah, dude you think these guys got on a spaceship 
Nah, man. They don't rest even, in they not ride animals. There's no way. Come on. Let's come on. But anyway, hate that guy. He's him, him. I say this every week. Him and uh Senator from Ryloth. Oh yeah. Uh on free tar. Yeah. Useless. Yeah, on free tar. Crosshair's and, biggest accomplishment was shooting him, and yeah, I'm gonna die on that hill. You are right. You are I right. Die on that hill. You are right. You are right, Alanis. But your thoughts on Chuchi? I absolutely love her. So I love Pantorans so much. I love how they look. I love their like how ornate their dresses are. One of my favorite things about this episode is seeing not only just like their outfits, but even just like the Senate office, just how it's decorated. Absolutely love them. And I do wish we got to see more of her. I think, like, as much as everyone's like, stop with the Star Wars spinoffs, I I would watch one of her. Um, because I'm a huge fan of, like, the politics of Star Wars. Um, so I would totally love it from, like, her perspective. No, yeah. I, I think that's interesting. I think that would be an interesting take. Um, looking at the chat, it's kind of funny. Uh <laughs> Kieran, who is the biggest Aralani fan, um, says Pantor- Pantorans, the, the dollar store chess. My Man. favorite quotes from the Man. Thrawn novels is when they call him a Pantoran with an eye condition. Absolutely oh, yeah, that's it. right. They do say that. I forgot about that. You know, the Empire, I tell you what, they do love their aliens. <laughs> no Huge fan. No, no sarcasm at all. Um, so I, I like the fact that Chuchi is able is is trying to assert herself in the into the situation to help, and then see Padme come in after her speech and be like encouraging, like, "Hey, like, don't feel like you're in this alone. Like, we all see that what's going on. Like, you're not you're not alone." Um, so then we get another. Uh, so then we get a wipe, I believe. Uh, and we see Anakin, Padme, and then... Yeah, yeah. Pa- Anakin and Padme. They're walking towards, I believe, her ship because she's going somewhere. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Um, and we have a nice little back and forth between them. And Padme's talking about the what obviously what happens in episode one and how she can relate with Chuchi and all this and that. And he, Anakin, wisely... He, not wisely, he just is... A smart ass saying, Hey, wasn't all bad. He's trying to be cute. That's what he was. He's trying to be cute. He said, uh, uh, it wasn't all bad. Brought us together. And she kind of just like looks at him and she's like, I was trying to be serious here. But then he just forgets that that's how Qui Gon got murked. Ooh. <laughs> like he just... I, that's oh the one God. line yeah. that I hate from that episode because he was like, It's not all bad. I'm like, Dude, Qui Gon's dead. Did the you just person, that? the person that started this whole damn thing off, is dead in that moment. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? Um, but what did you guys think of that conversation? I feel like that's really telling of what kind of Anakin and Anakin and Padme's uh, relationship is a little bit like. Um. To be honest, I didn't really have any thoughts on it at first. It's it's cute. It's their relationship and their banter, and I love seeing that in the Clone Wars. I just love 
how different they are because she's having this like moment and you know Anakin's out here like hey babe it's pretty cute right and she's just like shut up <laughs> shut up and that that's one of the things that I love about the two of them is just the dichotomy of the both of them is absolutely outrageous mm-hmm. and what I really like in that scene too is it's Anakin almost at his like he he's feeling himself like even at like later on when he's talking with Ahsoka he's like trying to impress his girl and I think it's just like such a wholesome scene of like a real snippet of how Padme and Anakin like interact organically um without the presence of you know people they're uncomfortable with so I I love that little clip between them oh yeah Char your thoughts on that I thought it was really cool because like Anakin has always been that person where he's like well um you know, if you want to step in, we can. But and then Ahsoka's like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The way Anakin talks to Padme is so genuine. But at the same time, Anakin knows in the back of his head that if she needs anything, he'll always be there for her. And they're like, well, if the Separatists are involved, you know, maybe we can do a little bit of an investigation. <laughs> I thought it was funny. But yeah, I love Anakin's... The way he talks to Padme is so... It's so genuine, but it's so funny at the same time because you know how those two work together sometimes. Yes. It's like oh, it, yeah. it varies on the situation. No, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's hilarious because it's like it, it kind of reminds me of the com- like the conversations they have in Throne Alliances. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they have a couple of back and forth kind of like that where where and it's kind of revolt. It's kind of reversed roles, like just like in Attack of the Clones. Like how he's being silly when she's trying to be serious, and then when he's trying to be serious, she's she's kind of like they flip crack jokes. She does or, like uh, aggressive or, negotiation. <laughs> is this what you call aggressive negotiation? And then you see the little smirk from Hayden Christensen. Go, I got that joke. Or or like another <laughs> I got that thing joke. of role of uh, role reversal is when yes. Obi Wan jumps out of the window instead of Anakin. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that that scene. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, but so the reason why Ahsoka's coming uh, is is like running, dashing up to Anakin and uh, Padme is because the uh, chairman. I'm not even gonna say the name. Not even Papanoida. Papanoida. Oh, you know Papa what? That's not... so. N O I D A. Okay, Papanoida. Yeah. Okay, because I usually screw up names and it's really bad. Same. Um, Papanoida and uh. So that it's been discovered that uh, his daughters have been uh, kidnapped, and Chuchi and Ahsoka are friends. I would have liked to seen an episode of how that happened, mm-hmm. because I feel like they just threw them together. Like, oh, Ahsoka's known her forever, but then I have to remember this is a child show. Not everything is going to be as like connective. Like you don't have to go into detail about things. Like I find myself doing that a ton lately. It's just like over analyzing everything. Um, but like I love the line where Ahsoka's like, "We gotta help him," and Anakin's like, "Dot, we can't over." The one time he says we can't overstep our boundary snips, and she's like, "Come on," and then he's like, "All right, fine." You can go. And and Ahsoka's like, why can't you? He's like, I gotta make sure nobody finds out about this little uh, parade. Like, that was the best line from Anakin Skywalker in, like, the season so far. And nobody can change my mind on that one. I but... always think that's, like, his, like, 
me that, that's like his him and padme time he's like yeah. all right the kid's gone yes we're gonna mm-hmm. go hang out yeah yeah go do it bye see you later yeah we're gonna go get a retreat go to yes. go to, go to harlife harlife harloff minor or something heard it's really nice there um but i speaking of ahsoka this episode does a ton for her Mm-hmm. Um, especially like, I mean, whenever we get to see Ahsoka alone away from Anakin and Obi-Wan, I feel like she, her character grows a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anybody else kind of feel yes. like that? Oh, definitely. Can I ask, was, is this the first time we see Ahsoka in season three? Uh, yes, it is. Is it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I have to, I, I don't even remember last week's episodes. That's the... <laughs> No, it, was suppl- it was supply lines. It was supply lines. Oh yeah. So yes, I believe this is the first uh, of that we see her, but I could be wrong. Um, you know, I talk about the show and I can't even remember when characters show up. I, I just... think this is the first like substantial time that we see yes. her. Like she might be like in like a have a line or two because I think supply lines is mostly just like bail, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Um, yep. Right. So I think with her, this is like the, this is her like, hey, I'm back in the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it really sets the tone for her going into season three. No, but uh, so yes, it is her first appearance because we go back in time because we have clone cadets and then we jump forward again with ARC troopers. And Ahsoka's not there at the point because it's before, I, I think it's before or after Here's to holiday traditions, the ones that started as a quick laugh but are now irreplaceable. Here's to the recipes that require grandma's mixing bowl because they just won't taste the same without it. The Chinette brand believes in spending more time on traditions and less time cleaning up. With the Chinette Crystal, Comfort, and Classic Collection, we can help make your holiday celebrations better for years to come. Here's to mixing timeless traditions with a few new ones. Here's to us, all of us. To find out more, visit mychinette.com. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Man, it just gets all mumbled up. Why couldn't they just release them in the correct order? Gosh. Because or, it's Star Wars. I know. <laughs> it makes sense. But it makes my job a lot harder. Okay. <laughs> but, um... I like I said I like seeing these 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 individual episodes with Ahsoka and we get a lot more of them in this season. Um and I feel like this season really builds up Ahsoka to like the first two seasons people were when they were releasing they were like oh god this girl again. But now it's like wow. She's she's getting some character development and like it, it like I you cannot uh, understate uh, Ashley Eckstein. Yes. Because she she does an amazing job with voicing Ahsoka. And if you haven't read the Ahsoka novel or listened to the Ahsoka novel, do it because it's great. It's great. Um. So then she gets uh, permission to uh, go and investigate with Chuchi. Um, 
so while while Ahsoka and Chuchi travel to the blockade fleet in order to look for the uh, sisters, Pepinoida and his son, which, which, by the way, I don't know if this is an interesting fact or not, Seth Green actually voices the son. That is, that is, that is not one of my facts, so you're good. Really? I knew the voice sounded familiar, and I couldn't place it. Yeah, it's Seth Green. He's the one... He does Chris from Family Guy, and he also does a lot of the voices. Well, he's the creator of Robot Chicken. Yeah. Um, uh, and let me tell you, these those Robot Chickens are amazing. <laughs> um, but um, so Pepinoida and Son Ion, I guess it's Ion. Yeah, uh, discovered Ion. discovered a uh, the misplaced icon um, because they go back into the apartment where the the girls were taken. And they look underneath the uh, the um, mantle and they see blood, alien blood. Mm-hmm. And like in that moment, I was thinking to myself, Pepinoida, what a badass. He's 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 awesome. Like he's a dad on a, on a mission like he it, he was he was Liam Neeson in Taken before <laughs> Liam Neeson yes. was in Taken. <laughs> like literally he, he does exactly the same. It's a good thing. connection. Yeah. And... He just like whips out that little thing and he's like, where's the blood from? Yeah. Like, like he was ready to go. Like, hey, Siri, he test his blood sample. <laughs> hey, uh, so this looks like uh rhodian rhodian blood. Uh let's let's take a look at it. Um anything about that scene or them doing investigating that really intrigued anybody? I hate the inspector. He's my least favorite Star Wars character besides Watto. <laughs> There we go. That's another one that's useless. Screw that guy. I literally have in my notes, ugh, this guy. Like, I don't even remember his name, but yeah. His name is, um, I'm forgetting his, his name is Devo. Yeah. Something Devo. I forget. Uh, I'm forgetting his name. He's the worst. Him. I hate, he looks like Neville from iCarly. (laughs) I just want to (laughs) like, like, I hate him. Like, I hate him. Oh my god, that's funny. No, oh my god. That They're the same person, I'm convinced. Oh, yeah. See, a lot of people are with us on this one. I would punt that guy into the sun. Yeah, he deserves it. I agree, Brooke. He is the worst. And yes, Element, we have some new faces, it seems. Yes, absolutely, Element. Um, uh, But any anything else about that scene that really resonated with you guys? Um, I thought the statues were really interesting because it's like we were all saying about wanting to see more of the Pantorans and here's this little sneak peek into their lifestyle. We don't know anything about it, but it looks super cool and interesting in it. It makes me want to know more about them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm forgetting what that object was uh, because Papanoidus is something about the 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 moon moon goddess. Yeah, or the moon goddess or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... It's interesting. It's like we this is like the first time we actually get a dive into who the Pantorans are and and their and culture. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say this, but like I hope it's not one of your facts. And if it is, you can go yell go at ahead. Me. Go ahead. Um Malik I love does it all the time when he's on. So <laughs> I know nothing new. Um I love I'm gonna say her name wrong because I butcher everything. Uh the daughter, um Chiekwe, Chiek, Chiekwe, the daughter like um that, yeah. is um modeled off of george lucas's daughter in revenge of the sith because she's like has that little cameo oh okay so oh yeah because I... pepinoida is supposed to be yeah that's gotta yeah. be one of them oh, wow. that's gotta be one of them <laughs> so, partially, partially partially <laughs> not everything though there's more to it 
so i just love that because i remember like the first time when i was watching clone wars i was like that looks familiar and then i was watching revenge of the sith one day made the connection and i was like i was like wow they really they really have the details on pack here oh yeah, yeah some, something with the continuity it's like dave filoni just knows what to do <laughs> I swear that man is like wired into Star Wars. He just injects it into his bloodstream every morning. <laughs> like I'm convinced. I need that. He like you know, instead of a good morning text to George Lucas, <laughs> it's like a it's like a huge like three page questionnaire. <laughs> like Google. So form. so uh, Yoda does this in Empire Strikes Back. What's the reasoning for it? Like what? What? Why did? Why are the Mandalorians the way they are? Like just like Wait. these long, just like well, Yoda says not, it's not it like it's is it its or it apostrophe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just what I feel like. Dave is just like, all right, George. Um, he 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 picks and he picks and he does everything just as perfectly as he can. He nails the outfit for Papanoida because it's exactly how it was in Revenge of the Sith and that cameo in the yes. uh, the Senate building. So, oh, yeah. it's just he just it's well, it's he, fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so they get the scan of Greedo, which this is the f- this is t- technically the first ever canon appearance of Greedo, it, unless you're counting the episode one deleted scene of where Anakin and Greedo are fighting. Um, are those canon? Th- yes or is, no? Th- that is not a canon deleted scene. I know there are canon deleted scenes, but that is not one. That isn't one. I don't think. Are so. we sure? Because no. I remember I... talking about it one time for my Greedo video, and everyone was saying that that deleted scene was not canon. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, I... Wald is there. I mean, it's not Greedo, but it's a Rodian. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of them. Agreed. Yeah. Um. But I, like I said, this is this is Greedo's first appearance in canon. Uh, which is interesting because it's like he we see him in the OT where he was a where he was um, introduced and then we see what happens to him obviously. Um, and we are a Han shot first podcast. I will not hear anything else of it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so they travel to Tatooine uh, because they find on his blood it has like the entire biography on that small little thing because Papanoida is like. So uh, he works for Jabba. He he lives on Tatooine. Like, I'm just like, why can't we get this in real life? That would be so. Like, right? I get we have a phone, but like, that would be so useful for like investigators. Like, just pull it up. But I mean, I it's guess like, it's well, like they're a, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were here. We know who it is. Um, but uh, so they go to uh, Jabba's palace. And this, like, after watching, but like Book of Boba Fett, like w- watching Jabba's Palace, like the way, like at its almost at its height, was interesting, um, because now it's just Boba, Black Crescenten, Rancor, Fennec Shant, and the Gamorrean Guards. So there's not like a lot of things going on. Um, and I thought it was funny how he went up to the Twi'lek and was like. Anybody here heard of Greedo? And she's like, no, but I I know where he is. And uh, she like saunters away. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I thought it was funny how the son was like, why didn't you just tell her to tell get her to tell us where 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 he is? And he goes, trust me, she's gonna do exactly what we want her to do. There, she's gonna bring him to us. Um, 
Again, Papanoida. Dad of the year. Liam Neeson. Taken. Star Wars version. That's that guy. Um, any thoughts on Greedo actually showing up and being like a big part of this? I'm like numb to Greedo. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I think it's it's like a cool throwback, but like I'm not like Greedo. Like I was just like, oh, that's neat. But like I don't know if this is like a toxic trait of mine, but like Java's like palace like looked like pretty hype to be at. Like just like for a drink or two. Like I wouldn't want to be involved. Is. I would honestly but I'd love like to visit, to just hang out because like they have like a whole row of just people just hanging there, and they just want to see Sice Noodles, Max Rebo. They want to see right? you know Joey Alza. Like I, I for one would go for a drink. I, I would too. So maybe that's like my Star Wars toxic trait amongst many. Just, but that's like, because where uh, Han is, Han is frozen in carbonite there as as Jabba's favorite de- decoration. I would just sit under the because you know how there's the giant tauntaun head stuck on the wall. I just sit under there and just start sipping on my spotchka. That's what I do. Yeah, come on. Oh, you're not, sounds like a good time. You're not going okay. to. I'll go uh, under the tauntaun. Luke, you can go under the nerf. The nerf head that's there. You can go okay. There. Well, I'm not yeah. drinking. I'm not drinking that. I'm drinking the hard stuff. Oh, what? Are you gonna drink a fuzzy tauntaun from Galaxy's Edge? What are you no, doing? No, no, not a fuzzy tauntaun. What about a job? The one that is the the one that is known in the High Republic to be really, really good. I can't remember. Port in a storm. Port. Yeah. That. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're There's about. also a drink called uh, the Hole Stripper. It I I think it's Legends. I don't think it's canon. What? And it's what? apparently it's what is it's that? A, what? It's like basically like the Star Wars version of Everclear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to like take like the paint off of ships. That's what I, I didn't know. Drinking. I don't know. Star Wars had like it's like special kind of moonshine and uh, the things that I have looked up on Wikipedia is foul. Is <laughs> <laughs> foul. That so, being one of them. So just on your free time, you just look up different alcoholic beverages that are in the Star I Wars do. universe. I mean, she okay. has to. She has a whole okay. podcast where her and V drink and talk about Star no, Wars. Star Wars. You know what you should do? You should. For one of your shows, you should make concoctions of these Star Wars drinks live. And, and I just like, oh, vodka. <laughs> we got vodka. We got rum. We got rum. Oh my v, more, v and I would be more drunk than normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, you guys like, oh, man. Uh, but uh, I digress. So she goes to uh, Greedo, um, and Greedo ends up capturing papanoida and but it's like again papanoida badass certified badass he knows what he's doing turns the gun on greedo like he has his knife turns the knife on greedo and he's like we're gonna talk about talk to jabba about this and i was like again dad of the year dad icon here icon alpha george alpha george (laughs) that's a that's a callback alpha george (laughs) that's a callback um, so then he goes, they go to Jabba's palace and Jabba's like talking his whole Huttese. And I'm just like, dude, I know what happens to you. That's really sad. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nah, he deserves it. Yeah, he does deserve it. He deserves it. Screw that guy. Um, But I thought it was funny how (laughs) Greedo couldn't even couldn't even keep a poker face for like less than five minutes. He was like, "All right, so we're gonna use the blood. I want your permission to." Which was weird. Why did he ask him to if he could get the blood from Greedo? Why did he ask Jabba? Was it because he was working for him? That's what I think. Yeah, it assumes so. Jar? I think I think it was because just I I I honestly don't know. Because I mean, I it's not like Jabba owns all of his bounty hunters. Or well, I get well, I guess now thinking about it, they would technically be employees if you're if you're asking if you that. But I, but it's not like they're gonna. That's I'd weird. be terrified of Jabba. I would. I'd be like, "Hey, Jabba, can I say hi to Greedo?" Like, I, I wouldn't double cross him. Ugh. I'd ask yeah. for permission. I don't know. That just popped in my head all of a sudden. I'm like, "That's weird that they that he asked to get the blood because I guess well he also says that he's accusing him of of doing something and I guess the huts and the Pantorans are close. Don't ask me how that works, but." Um, oh, here's what St. Pat says. He says, um, because if Jabba ordered Greedo, he couldn't refuse. That's what it was. Because he th- he was testing Jabba to see if he was the one that was behind it. Good catch, Pat. Thank you. Um, also, go follow him on TikTok. We need to get him to a Oh, yeah, I forgot call. about that. That was Papanoida's plan. He was trying to, because his son was... Just trying to just move and just figure it out. But he was like, wait, Jabba might be a part of this. So we yes. have to be cautious because if Jabba is a part of it, we're going to be in kind of a mess here. No, yeah. So, yeah, it was good planning on Papanoida's part. Yeah, but... he definitely did. And he, yeah. he, he got he got Greedo to, to squeal. Yeah. And, and I, I loved how Papanoida was playing the dad card. And he was like, I know what it's like to to lose a, a child. And, you know, because obviously from the Clone Wars animated film, the yes. whole stinky. movie was about rescuing oh, yeah, Jabba's, we did get a, we did get Jabba's son, Punky Muffin. You know, the Punky Muffin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pumpkin Muffin. I don't know what, yeah, whatever yeah. Jabba says. But um, um, I just I love how he pulls that card and be like, uh, yeah, I know what it's like to lose a son. If you could help me and understand that Greedo is the one behind this and he's like I am not involved and I'm like I don't know I can't speak Rodian um <laughs> we'll talk about that later no, I but... love how um sorry I love how genuinely happy Jabba is to like have his son and you know like showing him off and uh, yeah. <laughs> you've never seen him that yeah. happy before I thought that was kind of cute no yeah um but what was like obviously if you're in the Star Wars universe and you see that you're not writing with Greedo because you know he'll squeal at, at, at the like the the soonest he can to save his own skin, and I feel like if you're a bounty hunter, that's not a good look. Am I right? 
Yeah. Because, I yeah. mean, you got to be able to trust each other a little bit, even though you know, like, everybody's out for themselves as bounty hunters. And, like, just to see him, like, squeal was, like... Yikes. Bro. But also, <laughs> even though this is, like, a totally irrelevant scene, can we just talk for a moment about the one where it's, like, the um the Twi'lek and um, Greedo, and they just, like, make out for, yeah. like, 30 seconds? I'm like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so unneeded. Hey, it's not as bad as when Zero and Psy Snoodle... Uh, oh, that's movie. exactly what I thought of, yeah. Good God. So we... I, I give it some slack. Oh. I, some I was slack. like, y'all are really out here animating tongue. Like, we don't need this here. <laughs> Like, we don't need this. This is PG. Stop making it PG-13. I was like, this is, a, this is, a, this is, a, this is out there. Hey, that back was. in 2011 when it came out, it was PG. So. <laughs> yeah. Standards Pushing of, boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Dave's like, so is it canon for Rodians and Twi'leks to kiss? <laughs> We're going to find George? out. George? <laughs> George? Confirmation? Yeah, it makes sense. Well, it makes sense. I, I, I think it is a really cool thing to have a... Different different races of the Star Wars universe to come together and have a love relationship. It's 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 very it's very it's a very nice thing, you know. There, oh my, that was a really good George. <laughs> yes. I tried doing it for Harith, and he just he was like, "You suck." Oh, <laughs> you know what it is. Um, but yeah, I I can I think I put that in the back of my mind, and I was like, okay, I I I want to forget that scene. Uh, it's so out I, of place. I didn't think about it too much. I didn't <laughs> think about it too much. That's what you got to do. You just, you just have to push it off. Yeah, yeah. Like, just... It's maybe they're in a relationship. Just move on. They can guess. It's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was funny. Like he squealed, and Papanoida was like, "Where is he?" And it's like that's the moment right there. That's the on the phone. Uh, I have a special set of skills, and I was like, "Yep." Here we go. I want the monologue. Say it right now. But like he made him squeal, and there he and Greedo's like, he she's in Moss Eisley, and he's like, all right, take me there. Mm-hmm. And it was, I like I said again, don't bring Greedo on a job because apparently he just can't keep his mouth shut. So there you go. Moral of the story. Or Greedo will backstab you if need yeah, be. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. trust me. We all know how bounty hunters work. Come on. Yeah. If they have the chance, if they have a chance to get all of the profits, they will take you out and take it all. Unless you're part of Crate's Claw or whatever. But no, yeah. If, if you're with someone you don't <laughs> trust, don't go at all. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. So like, so they go to the bar in Moss in Moss Eisley, and uh, Greedo tries to play off like he's trying to give the other people in the bar like that are part of his posse like a hint. And it's not very subtle. Like he he just is like, yeah, they're with the like like Papanoida's got the the awesome looking pistol, by the way. Those things are badass. Yeah. Um, but he's just like he's like pointing it. And then finally Greedo's like, they're Pantorans. It's like. Isn't that kind of obvious? Like, what are we doing here? Um, but let's talk about like, like I want your guys' thoughts on that whole like bar fight scene. Well, first I gotta say it was the uh, bartender diving under the bar for me before it even even <laughs> got started. <laughs> that was great, and yeah, um, I just thought it was amazing, and you know he's a total badass, and uh, it was just everything. Linus. 
I love me a good bar scene. I just, mm -hmm. my heart belongs to them. Um, the bartender diving under, I love it because it's just the way he takes the bottle and he's like, it's a normal Thursday here. Like, yeah, he just grabs it and just so good. He's like, I gotta save the product. We gotta yeah. save the product. He's like, this and is honestly, my good stuff. Him. Leave me alone. Yeah, good employee. He should get yeah. a raise. No, yeah, absolutely. But like, can we, like, the sound of the pistols. I don't think we hear that sound all, all that often. Like that pistol sound that those pistols make. But that is so awesome. Yeah. Like, and and the fact that they were just like, all right, and this felt like a western. Like, and it, as it should, because you're in on a sand planet, just like how a lot of the a lot of Mandalorian feels, a lot how Book of Boba Fett feels. Um, and I love just the action of the, of this scene because it's like they tip over the table and there's like blaster bolts that are just like it's like your typical saloon fight. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's 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 a it's a saloon fight. Uh, you get the broken bottle over the head by by the daughter. She grabs a <laughs> pistol. I'm like, man, this is just great. I love. I this. just also love how everyone is just ready to throw hands at any point in time. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. no one's just like, oh man, let me just let me finish my rum and coke. Like they're just really out here, like, let's go. I love that about Star Wars. No, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like they're they're just so oh, man. Pantorans are very interesting, and I and I say this again, I wish we got more of that race. And maybe mm -hmm. we could see some in some other projects to come down the line. Maybe Senator Chuchi survives and she's really old and she's and the in the Ahsoka show, maybe. Or if they or... do live action Thrawn right, they can paint anyone blue. Yeah, exactly. that's you have the blue man group in the in Star Wars. Right? That's oh. that's tough though. I feel like Thrawn I feel like Thrawn's probably gonna be CGI'd like I don't think he's gonna have they, they could easily make that happen. <laughs> All you need to do is get some blue paint and some more of those big red I'm forgetting the word for it starts with the S contacts that you just gotta yeah. put Scalaris? in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the win, for the win, Luke. I'm so yeah. glad you're the yeah. only one that heard that. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I've listened to your podcast, so I know what to expect. I know what to expect. It's chaos. If it's if 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 there's any podcasts that are like, if I had to say Game of Thrones characters for each podcast, Sith Face would be Littlefinger, hands down. Oh yeah, hands down. <laughs> oh yeah. It's funny because we were actually Pure talking about Littlefinger chaos. the other day. Just pure chaos. Just yeah, 100%. anything happens. But, um, yeah, like, and they and they handle their own. Like the Pantorans take out everybody except mm -hmm. for the well, no, yeah, because the employee actually gets uh becomes a hostage and like they they kill they kill the hostage uh not the hostage they kill they kill the what do you call that the hold up I can't remember dude this just. <laughs> Just trying to push through this. Just trying to push through this. Um, I'm I'm trying to read your mind right now, but I can't. <laughs> no, I know. There's no there's no connection with the force at this point. Um, but uh so they get the one daughter. Now we go to the, the ship and Ahsoka and Senator Chuchi Chuchi show up and the uh Trade Federation folks are just like, Oh, what are you doing here? Like uh what are you what yeah, what what are you doing here? Like they try to be nice, and like Ahsoka is like in the back, like behind uh, Chuchi, thinking, "Dude, these guys are this screams separatists. Like, there's no way that this isn't just the 
the the trade federation. federation. Um, but like they, I mean, she's disguised as a servant, and they're admitted on board uh, the trade federation ships and and quartered in uh, for the impending negotiation sessions that they have. Um, <laughs> I will get to that comment in a second. Um, the same night, uh, the those two they sneak into the uh, Trade Federation ambassador's office, uh, where they overhear administer administrator Sib Kane Sib Kane, yeah, Kane, uh, talking about one of uh, Papanoida's daughters being kept aboard uh, the ship, and. Let's talk about that scene. Like those two, I feel like if Ahsoka wasn't a force sensitive, that situation would have been gone totally wrong. Yeah, that would have been a catastrophe. 100%. Yes. <laughs> Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. I think it also, what I liked about it, it shows how, like, seriously strong she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in season three, that's when she fully begins to develop her Jedi skills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this scene because we we really get to see Ahsoka push herself in ways that we haven't really before. And it's just such a good scene with the tension. Even if, like, I was on the edge of my seat, even though I've seen this show, like, three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah I, it... I definitely see what you're talking about, too, because Ahsoka is just... That's like like before when this the scene where they're under the table. It's mm-hmm. she just knows what to do in sticky situations like that. Like she knows how to handle eight eight super battle droids in a matter of seconds. And mm-hmm. she's her skills are complete. No, yeah, pretty much. Like, and it's so funny because it's like they're under the table when when the when the two representatives are talking and then the one looks under but the other one doesn't notice like them shoot up into the ceiling yeah only one looks down but yeah are, are they just looking out the window like the other guy is like hey in episode one the, the <laughs> void of space looks great it's really really darker than usual lately man and then he just turns around and like ironically like ahsoka keeps up uh chuchi and like that's like like I said, that's the only way like that that really works. 
Like, doesn't that yeah, doesn't Soka understand that negotiations with the Trade Federation are always going to be short? Like, are we not going to understand that? <laughs> it's yeah. never going to be more than twenty minutes. You're going to be like, oh, I'm scared. Send droids. Like, no, yeah, it's it's, it's never. They're cowards. They're cowards. They are. They are cowards. They're cowards. Yeah, they're cowards. Absolutely. Um. So from that scene, they figure out where, uh, the other daughter's being held. Um. And uh, like. And the other thing is, is like a gas, like even when they're still under the table, Chuchi gasps. And that's how the guy like hears something. He's like, so you hear something? And the other guy is like, working with the separatists has made you like, like crazy, man. Like what, what's wrong with you? And like they, so they find out, they go to the uh, detention cells or detention level and Ahsoka uses her mind trick. For the, I think this is the first time she's used the mind trick. Um, she uses the mind trick. It works on the Nemoidian the first time, so she walks through. And that, like, I, guys, I laughed at this scene. I thought that was yeah. so funny. Um, yeah. and then she, and then she walks past, and then Chuchi tries to walk, and she, he says his same spiel, and Ahsoka's like, "You're gonna let us both through," and it's like, he's like. I will let you both through." <laughs> no, yeah. It's, it's just he was struggling a little bit, but he was like, all right, come on, just go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And so they they get to the uh, detention complex and they find Che in one of the cells. Uh, and Ahsoka, again, using the force, like does a awesome like little spin move and takes down the droids. I'm like, yep, the flashiness. You are Skywalker's <laughs> apprentice. Yeah. Yep. I also didn't understand. I was like, she's already in a detention block. Why do we have two droids in there with her? Like, what is she going to do? Yeah. She's like, not like a warrior. Mm-hmm. You just have these two. You're wasting. No, yeah. Uh, you know, this is it's why a... the Trade Federation's the worst. No yeah. planning. No logistics. Uh-uh. Nope. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Um, And then Ahsoka, like, so they get caught. Ahsoka is like, all right, here we go. Now time to really show off my badassness. <laughs> and she just goes hard and then points the the saber at uh the um the senator or not yeah, the senator well, not the, the, um, senator. the administrator name yeah the nemordian the administrator yes yeah she had her little backwards grip too it made me so happy yeah oh yeah and she you don't see that backwards grip until is it this season or is it in, i i guess i didn't really recognize it in the first two because um, I like. I feel like her, her her like signature was this to start with, and then uh, it kind of shows like the growth of Ahsoka. Like she's starting to learn different things. So that was a nice little thing to to see, especially with her character. Talking about her character is that she mm-hmm. uses different grips. She's able to use different forms and stuff like that. So that's nice. But she's like, "All right, you separatist scum." Let, let we we know what's going on and the, and the other partner comes in he goes he goes what's the meaning of this and he's like they're separatists like how do you not know this <laughs> like in in the guy just acts like uh, completely oblivious do we think he knew what was going on yeah i i think so I think so. Liv, I mean, Liv, yeah. how can you trust Liv's them? Not... You can't Wait, trust them. I, I don't on, think Liv's he not... did. That's cardinal rule. He, I mean, I know they lie a lot, but he really seemed shocked. I think he knew that they had some stuff going on, 
but I don't think he really knew to what extent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, can see that. I can, I can see that a little bit. Liv, Liv's kind of gotten me a little, little bit more on, on the even side of things, not just one side or the other on this, but I mean, come on. You had a whole episode one and they're like, Newt Gunray does not speak for us. Oh, he doesn't. And it's Are like, best sure about that. Ooh, check he, is, there. he is the speaker. Yeah. Yeah. And he says like the equivalent. I want my lawyer at that point, which was <laughs> funny. He's like, I watch my litigator. And it's like, bro, you ain't going to get a lit litigator. You're going to end up in a cell in, uh, uh, um, in uh, Coruscant. And then we get to the nice little uh, scene where they're in the camp in the uh, Senate building and Lock Dodd, another villain that I absolutely hate. He's worse. But like, I feel like that's that's what he's good at. So I feel like that's a good thing for him. But he really does a good job of playing both sides. But like, we already know what side he is on. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Again, Newt Gunray has gotten to us again. It's like you excommunicated the guy. He shouldn't even be part of the organization. But like you have Trade Federation ships with the separatists. So I feel like the Trade Federation should be stripped of like their neutrality. Neutrality. But that's the thing. That's the thing. The Trade Federation. We all know the Trade Federation is part of the Separatist Alliance. And they have so much power like i was i was i'm going to be making a video about this soon about how powerful the trade federation actually is they have their own seat in the senate and that's how they got away with the first meeting in the phantom menace within the senate when laptop was like i object to the senator's statements and yeah. they just got away with it like there was no problem and and valorum was like yep uh, let's go with the separatist guy like they have power they have a foot in the senate that they have and can they can avoid <laughs> all the problems that the Republican get them, whether it be taxation, war, um, any type of conflict that they had, they can easily avoid because of how rich and powerful they are. Trade uh, Federation uh, equals Amazon. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. Wait. I mean... Is, wait, New Gunry is Jeff Bezos of Star Wars? 100%. <laughs> I will not... 100%. <laughs> Someone make an edit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, no, but you make a good point, Char. I mean, it's like, think about it. Like, it have uh, how much like legends has anybody ha have you two read? A lot, sadly, not enough. I've read <laughs> too much. Of legends. I've read, I've read the Revan novel and I've read Kenobi by John Jackson Miller and I read Death Troopers, but I mean, I don't really, I don't remember Death Troopers that much, but okay, I remember so... reading Kenobi by JJM and Revan. Plagueis. Okay. Liv, if that's one Legends book that you that 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 I would recommend reading, it is Plagueis. Definitely. Plagueis, Plagueis is huge. Like I, I wish Plagueis was was canon, like the actual events of it. But sadly, a lot of the things get retconned by uh, Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray, which is another great book. Yeah, I just read that one. Oh, that book it was so good. So... It's my favorite Star Wars book. That one was great. Love it. Oh, Anything by Claudia Gray is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah, like uh -huh. Lost Stars is great. Master and Apprentice is great. Um, what? All the hyperbole. Like... Just stop. Leia, Princess of Alderaan is great. Into the Dark Bloodline. is great. Fallen Star is great. Bloodline is great. Like. Yeah. 
she she never misses. She is such a talented writer that has so many different ideas Mm -hmm. and implements so many different things to the story that will get you hooked. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what she does, but she is a genius. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She like nails characterization. And I think that is what like separates her like. And she does it in a way that is so effortlessly, like effortlessly in her writing that mm-hmm. it's not like it feels like she's trying to push it. You're just like, oh, that's Obi-Wan. Oh, that's Anakin. Oh, that's Leia. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. It's like, she, it's like she understands the characters without even trying. Yes. And she can just continue writing off of them and make backstories and further their characters to even be more greater than they already are. It's it's a weird concept that she can do that other writers like have a hard time doing. No, oh, yeah, it's it's yes. incredible. No, oh, yeah, and especially absolutely. with the High Republic, with a brand new set of characters in a new era of Star Wars that we haven't discovered until you know when the High Republic first came out. So she's just she just knows how to further the story, make the characters enjoyable, and make the story just incredible. It's no, yeah, she's an abs- artist. She is. I, I and that's why I want. Like, I wish I could get, like, we're getting Brotherhoods, which is kind of like a Master and Apprentice type. I but I want, wait. I want her, I want her to write uh, a Anakin Obi-Wan story, though. I feel Luke, like that would be great. You know what we should do when, when Brotherhood comes out? What? We should, like, meet and, like, like over, like, on StreamYard and just, like, have readings together. Like, read it, like, with each other. That's I feel like that'd be fun because we read books individually, but it'd be fun to read them and just like have our own reactions, like I, and, dude, and be able dude, to speak about it together. But here's the issue: I listen to the book and I read it to it at the same time, and I I like I, I don't like being spoiled. So like I'm gonna want to get that done as soon as possible. And you hey, haven't even do it together. You, you haven't do it gotten. Together. Here, you're proving yourself wrong here. You haven't even gotten finished with Fallen Star. Yes, I have. You haven't finished. I told you. Wait, you you finished it? I told you that like no, you a didn't. week ago. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. That, uh, I even told ooh. that too. Wait, who did I tell? Um, I even told. I'm forgetting who I told. I think I told Brian. I told Brian I already finished it. Or uh, one of you guys. I already told you I finished it almost a week right. ago. Okay, we're gonna have to. Have I would recommend that you guys do that. V and I did that for all of the um, Throne Ascendancy series. We didn't record it or anything. We're just nuts, and we did it over Discord. And some of honestly, one of, some of my best memories with V was doing that. So I would highly recommend. Okay, we will. We will. That's. Possible. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this yeah, later. We'll about this Clone later. Wars now. Yeah, Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Well, and that's the end. Well, and and that is uh, the end of the episode. Uh, I mean, the um, the Trade Federation uh, obviously dis disavows, and they move the blockade and end up here in Key West. We were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage? 
the kids' tuition, and all the other bills. In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Everything ends up hunky-dory, and uh, that is the episode. Um, Char? All right. Are you guys ready for my my segment? Here we go. I know one you guys kind of tinkered with one of them, but it's not. It's you didn't get it Usually entirely. you don't. I mean, so. like. Malik had Malik had two always, out of three of them. A, yeah, he had two out of three of them. But I mean, it's, it's like very you have to you have to be very in depth about it. So it's like it's fine. Mm-hmm. So all right, ready? <laughs> yep. Three interesting facts about a certain Clone Wars arc that you didn't know about until now. Part ten, Sphere of Influence edition. Fact one: the creators cameo. For those of you who didn't know, George Lucas has a cameo in Revenge of the Sith as Chairman Papanoida. Papanoida's children are based off based on Lucas's children, Katie, Amanda, and Jet Lucas. Fact two: the planet of Pantora. This episode gives us the first look at the planet Pantora, although it's never actually visited during the episode. The first time the planet was actually visited on was during the Bad Batch. Fact three: Greedo's choice of dialect. Greedo speaks Galactic Basic during the episode because he was originally supposed to speak Galactic Basic during A New Hope. But the dialogue during the editing of the film was changed to an alien language. And there you have it. Those are the three facts of Sphere of Influence. Interesting facts. Nice. Very, very good, interesting facts, Char. You yeah, usually do so, a really so good if, job. So if you ever like question why Greedo speaks basic and why he speaks Hattice during A New Hope is because he was originally supposed to speak basic. Yeah, that's one of the things I had written down. At. That's a mm-hmm. really cool one. Bam. There you go. Now, time for episode rankings. Episode rankings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Char, uh, go down the breakdown. Okay. So, for those of you in the chat, you can go ahead and list your rankings. And I'm, 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 I'm on why I'm forgetting. Alanis and Liz, go ahead and give us your ranks. So, Youngling is bad. Padawan is okay. Jedi Knight is good. Master is great. And Grandmaster is chef's t- kiss chef's kiss it's chef's kiss so it's so it could be your opinion it could be your experience it could be what you thought how it helped the the show go on forward and maybe it did the opposite for you maybe the episode didn't really hold up to your expectations maybe you didn't like some of the elements in the show um maybe there's characters you didn't like maybe you like it could be anything so um i'm gonna go ahead and start i'm gonna give this one a pad one i thought it was an okay episode it wasn't it's it's never been my more memorable episodes or arcs of the show um i think it's got good elements i love i love uh senator chuchi i love papanoida i love how ahsoka plays a pretty big part in this episode with helping chuchi figure out what's going on within the trade federation and what's happening and helping papanoida save their children so um yeah so i give this a pad one uh, Liz, we'll go. Let's go. You next. 
All right. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a Jedi Knight just because I love seeing Ahsoka do the Jedi mind trick for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's such a big thing for any Jedi, and that's so cool. And I also love to see her interact with Ryo, who's a character kind of closer to her age. Um, so, yeah, Jedi Knight. Yeah, very nice. Alanis? I'm also saying Padawan. I'm Padawan. also saying Padawan. Yeah, I enjoy it. I think there's fun elements. I think it's a fun episode. But I don't think that anything really, like, groundbreaking happens. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, how I see it like, too. You know, it's like yeah, it's like yeah. I said earlier. It's like a show, a movie, or a musical, or a play. It's all about your experience. And if you liked it more than others, that's fine. And mm-hmm. I know our opinions shouldn't have to change yours, and vice versa. So, if you think this show really resonated with you and really helped the future of the show down the road, go ahead, give us your ranking. And it could be good, bad. You can even give this a grandmaster. If it really, really resonated with you and it made you feel really good inside and you're like, yes, Ahsoka is just kicking ass and she's learning new powers and she's just more dominant than she was in the past two seasons. Yeah, there you can be your reason. Um, So I think my other thing, too, is like I just and this is just me being nitpicky. I'm not a big fan of the pacing. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it that, went yeah. by too quick. I mean, like it just felt like some parts, they're gone. I mean, we found them. In, in some parts, yeah. I mean, I thought the way that um, Papanoida scenes with his son were handled really well in terms of pacing, but everything yeah, else, I mean, good, it, I... Does, it did seem a little fast. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's you know, it was it's your thoughts, and everyone else is different, and yeah, that's good. I'm just gonna make mine short and squeeze. I think this is the lowest. No, that's not true. Have I late? So I don't think I've ever given a given an episode or an arc a Padawan before. So this is a first. It was I, okay. Wait, did you did you not give that a uh, Gungan General episode? A Padawan? Oh, did you or did you not? I don't remember. Because I remember giving probably Gungan General I, a Padawan. I. Um, I might have changed my mind. I don't know. Somebody probably. I don't know. I, maybe. <laughs> I, I. I. It was okay. I like the Ahsoka stuff. I love Papanoida stuff. Like, I can get the pacing part. That makes that that does make a whole lot of sense. But I would definitely give it a. Uh, I give it a pad one. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't something to write home about. But yeah, that, like Char said, that that's just our opinion or. Or what we think, so it's it's totally different for everybody, and that, that's why I love doing the ranking is because to mm-hmm. hear everybody's opinions about this episode because it might change mine. Yeah, um, and hearing other yeah. people's perspectives helps as well because once you get a little bit of a, an idea of what everyone else is thinking, it could give you a little bit of context as to why that episode is better than you think it is. So yeah, I really appreciate that. And everyone in the chat, if you haven't already, go ahead and give us your rankings for this episode. Yep. Call grade, yeah. So element, element seven, uh, part of the diet in the force. Uh, call grade, uh, night across the board. That's not that's not bad. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Um, I'll just get all the boats out when we got more. But, um, Star Wars lawyer Chris, 
I, hello what the, have whatever we here, here. <laughs> um if you're not following star wars lawyer he's great he just hit nine thousand followers on tiktok um he does great cosplay he's an actual lawyer so it's not it's not a play on words he's an actual lawyer so he so him and uh marj skywalker do like um star wars law every once in a while um so go check them out it's great um wow we got a grandmaster really that's wow. an interesting that's interesting see Very i like nice. seeing, like i said i like seeing the like the different perspectives um carter who's part of uh um they fly, they fly now. now uh but yeah uh throughout the rest of the show go ahead and give us your thoughts but guys we're gonna get into the segment called star wars news let's do it Little trigger happy. Let's get to the news. That little trigger happy. My bad. Uh, v, uh, can I give it a force ghost since I don't think I've seen it? I swear I'll watch it these watch these again soon. <laughs> oh man, Grand Admiral V, the other half of the other half of uh um Sith face uh, Sith face. Yep, Sith face pod. Oh my goodness, she's so funny. I I I loved having you guys on for Boba Fett. That was such a good good watch along. Especially the first episode was fun. Um but yeah, we loved it. Yeah, we are getting into the news and the first big thing that dropped today, uh we finally got a release date and some news on the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga um, about damn time yeah, I've been waiting over a year for this game yeah. and it's supposed it was supposed to come out December of 19 uh was it so, it's wait, no no 19, wait I thought no. it was summer uh no it was December no, 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 of no, wait. 20 no actually no it was supposed to come out of yeah, wait, December of 2020, never mind. December of 2020, I was just blowing a date out of my ass. But no, it is December of 2020, but it is finally coming April 2022. Like It's been over a year, and this is one of my most anticipated games to play. I The two games I wanted to play were Halo Infinite, which is already out, and Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which oh, yeah. this game is going to just, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be hundreds of characters you can play, I love how the game is set up. You can just go to different planets and explore the different parts of the Skywalker saga. Mm -hmm. And it's it's going to be such a fun game. And from what I hear, I don't know if it's going to be cross-platform so you can play uh, with Xbox and I've heard PlayStation it is. people together. Um, I've heard it is, so that's a plus. man, people have been waiting for this game to come out, and we finally, finally get a release date. Yep. I actually uh, pre-ordered it back in December of 2019, so I'm very happy that it's finally going to be out soon where did yeah. you pre-order it from <laughs> probably just amazon i know nothing about games so i don't know I, no and you know what's funny we were thinking well and we were when we got the news um i was thinking at least i don't think i've pitched this to char i think we might just have a game night where me and char just play if it's cross-platform or if we both uh, well we both have playstation 4s fours, but hopefully i'll have a ps5 by the but if, it, if it's cross-platform I'll, I'll play on my series s there you go 
Um, and we'll just have a game night where we're both playing uh, the Lego Star Wars game, and uh, y'all can come and hang out and stuff. But that'd be it's, fun. That'd it's be really, fun. it's really interesting because it comes out. I mean, a lot of the 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 dynamic of it changing, like the details of like you can now do more combat stuff, which is yeah. nice because in the original you weren't you were limited to a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Alanis. What are your thoughts on this? So I am not a gamer, but my little brother is. So what yes. I do is I throw him money and then he buys it. And then I play. <laughs> <laughs> That's a neat nice. way to do things. That is a neat way yeah, to do things. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I do not have the money to buy my own console for star Wars games, but mm-hmm. I will take my little brother's. And awesome. so I'm super hyped on it. Um, personally, I more than playing. I love watching gameplay videos. Okay, there you go. Gameplay so I'm really hyped fun. to see those. Um. So, and I also love the fact that you can. You, I, I think they the number of characters was has ballooned all the way to more than 300. You can play 300 characters. From what I heard, you could play with 500 characters because there's going to be character packs. Yes, I think there's going to be six, I think. But there's going to be a lot and lot of characters in this. You can play with Yaddle. You can play with you can play with a Tusken Raider. You can play with so many obscure characters that you didn't play with in the originals. I think you can play with the Tusken in the complete saga, but... You couldn't. You can play with Jabba the Hutt. You could. You, you can, yeah, we you saw can a gameplay with Jabba. That was awesome. Um, do we think we're gonna get uh, DLCs like for Bad Batch, uh, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett? Like, oh yeah, Rogue One Solo. Rogue One Solo. We definitely could. Like, it's never say never. It's definitely possible. Um, and Ahsoka. Yeah. It Watch. Depends. They have three hundred characters and not Agent Callus. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> oh, God. No, Luke, oh. I'm, I'm just letting you know now. Once we play this game together, all I'm going to do is just be Jabba the Hutt, and I'm just going to be the most useless piece of crap oh, in the game. I'm just going to just slowly just slide. Yeah. 
You have very limited mobility. And yeah. just eat platooing pla patty frogs all day and just be like, ah. Yeah, probably. And then I'm going to have a salacious bee crumb just laughing at you while you're doing all the work, you know? Oh, my goodness. Um, So it says that... Uh, the uh, Aiden talks Star Wars topics. Sorry, Alyssa, it, it covers your face. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> um, he said uh, DLC characters are already confirmed, so that's nice to know. Uh, Saint Pat, going back to the episode, said Jedi Knight, so that's nice. Mm -hmm. uh, v says, but can you play as Thrawn? That's important um, questions. Well, it depends. I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna be a Rebels DLC. I don't think they're gonna. Because there was a Clone Wars specific Lego game that came out. So they could implement characters from the show. I don't think it'll happen for other ones. But like I said, never say never. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this. Um, but I mean, obviously, I'm probably going to fork up a lot of money for the uh, deluxe edition because, you know. Oh, yeah. Or you can get that, that Lego Luke Skywalker with the blue milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, look at that cover. I mean, it's it's the boy. It's, 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 it screams it's, it's you, boy. Luke. It screams you. It, That's like your does. ideal cover for that. Is my ideal cover. It's a hilariously just on point. It is just on point. Um, but like, that what, was what, like it's the Skywalker saga with the Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, the original, the original Skywalker. Um, but I, I'm interested to see how how it works out. Um, in other in other news, we got an excerpt with Master Yoda sharing wisdom with uh, um, Master Kadem Sai. I'm not gonna read that because uh, Midnight Horizon comes out in less than two weeks. Um, hopefully, we will, me and Char will get early access and we'll be able to read that before it all comes out. That would be nice to review. Um, Boba, well, Tamora Morrison, I think we have to talk about this. In an in interview, he, they were doing, I can't remember who it was for. Uh, Tamora Morrison said working with Ewoks was, were, they were great to work with. Is that, is he talking about, is he talking about a flashback of like him going to Endor? Or did he slip? And accidentally reveal that he is Captain Rex in Ahsoka as a flashback. Liv? I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Um, I haven't watched the interview yet, but I love that idea about him being Captain Rex. Well, yeah. uh, but I don't know. Well, I actually saw this recently because a lot of people think that that bearded man in the Rebellion from Return of the <laughs> Jedi was Rex. But it actually isn't. It's Aww. not Rex. But he is at the Battle of Endor. Yeah, he but is. But that bearded man is not Rex. That's been confirmed. But, like, Rex was there. Maybe, yeah, Rex maybe was he... at the Battle of Endor. But that bearded guy that, when, you know, uh, Han did that tap the shoulder trick, and the guy was like, yes. hey. Yeah. And then they were sitting on the side of the bunker. That guy with the beard was not Rex, but Rex yeah. was at the Battle of Endor. Yeah. And, and, uh, so. Chris said Fennec said that they were funny as well. So that means Ming-Na was definitely there. So maybe it was Book of Boba Fett. Maybe they show up. Um, and V also said, I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all, Alanis and I manifested the, the uh, Ewoks with our uh, caravan, caravan of courage. Of courage. I, was, <laughs> I listened to that. And my God, I got a new perspective on that 
on that movie. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Like, it might have been a lot for you to talk about, but it was a lot for me to, like, digest listening <laughs> to you talk about it. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it, are we going to see Ewoks not just on Endor then? If it's going to be in Book of Boba? I feel Is like it, it might possible? be a flashback. I just yeah, don't we, see them on Tatooine. We've oh, never no. seen Ewoks outside of the forest moon of Endor. Not true. Not true. Is that Aftermath. True? Aftermath. That's right. Oh, my. Oh, the I forgot Ewok, about yeah, that. Because there was an oh. Ewok, um, uh, yeah, breaker, a slicer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, but I mean, but do you think they would go that far as to bring Ewoks to Tatooine? I, I mean, Wookiees have come to Tatooine, so anything's possible. Oh, I mean, oh. Eh. Well, more than just one Wookiee has been to Tatooine. Oh. Let me tell you, oh. <laughs> um, but. Ball. But it's like, Brooke. but, but Wookie, Wookiees have like the technology. Yes. Like they have like, but Ewoks <laughs> are like, they don't usually travel off planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That comment. Yeah. It's not Wookiees are actually the big the... bad syndicate of the, of the show. Oh my God. Yeah, Move over that hikes. Be... The Ewoks are here. That would be so funny. I mean, if you guys have ever <laughs> played Battlefront 2 and done Ewok hunt. That is just the, the that's that's the only. Look, thing we should play soon. We should play. We we will. I I miss playing Ewok hunt and just me just just. Yeah, just being an Ewok is fun. The leader of Crimson Dawn is just three Ewoks in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, like Crimson Dawn, sit down. Wicket and his boys are coming to fight. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah move over, Kira. You're not. You're not. You're not the bad. The bad one here, but. Um, but speaking of Book of Boba Fett, um, I'm going to start with Liv because this is her first time ever being on a podcast and, and what have been your thoughts on, on Book of Boba as this, this far? Like, oh my gosh. I've loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I've really loved all the stuff with the Tuscans. Um, I read the Kenobi book a while ago and I loved how that book developed the Tuscans and then to see it on screen was amazing and i also love seeing finnick and boba work together like in um the last episode um but i've been really enjoying it and really looking forward to it every week oh yeah Mm -hmm. um what's been your favorite like scene so far i would i think when at the end of episode two when after boba had made his um I can't remember what they're called, but the big Tuscan stick. stick. Thing. Thank stick. you. Mm-hmm. And they were doing the dance by the fireside. That was amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody's gonna know what. Everybody knows which one. What what mine was. Um, but um, uh, like, Elenis, you, you were. We had the pleasure of having you guys on for the first watch along. But like, yes. ever since then, like, what's been the expectation? What's been the feeling from you? So what I've been enjoying so far with Book of Boba Fett is since I don't really have a stake in the character of Boba Fett, I can enjoy it as a Star Wars fan and not a psychopath. So <laughs> it's been nice um, to just really be able to like take a step back and enjoy Star Wars for Star Wars and not sit there and be like, oh my gosh, well, this connects to this and this does. So it's just, it's been refreshing for me. Um, 
what I am enjoying so far is kind of this take on it where I think Star Wars is moving kind of away from like battles and blasters and more on let's talk about the people behind the blasters the people behind the armor and I'm loving the characterization I'm loving the visual elements um and I'm just I'm excited to see where it goes I am pumped though my prediction about him going back to the Sarlacc pit happened so I was like yes Points that to me. You, sh- Points you to should me. you should have seen the pop that got from Char and I. Oh my, my god. god! I exploded. Oh, I exploded. I was like, Let's go! I exploded just as much as that scene. Oh just to give you guys some context. Oh my god! It was just it, like the fact that he actually used that they actually used the seismic charge to get back at the spoilers for Chapter Four of the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, uh, I, I, if it's been out for two days i think we're okay right fine i'll put up the spoiler alert gosh we're okay we're talking about chapter chapter four um honestly any scene with black chrysanthemum has stolen the show for me Mm -hmm. yeah i love that freaking wookie i love him so much the fact that he got to tear off an arm of a trandoshan was like yes deep cut baby thank you for those of you who are watching or watch along if you remember me and luke were chanting rip it off rip it, rip it off, it off rip it, rip off. it off he finally ripped off his armor i was like yeah it was like it was like we were <laughs> like, it, like we were it, like it was like we were in the in the cantina being like come on come on just yeah like, we were just bystanders, guys, bystanders like, rip it like, off come rip on it off and 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 another thing about that scene and i brought this up when i was in open sea uh open uh open fleet uh camilla in uh beth's uh um tiktok live uh i said that the moment where the twi'lek comes in and she's talking to chrysanthemum oh like, garza flip yeah garza flip when she comes mm-hmm. in and talks to um talks to uh chrysanthemum to kind of calm him down was very beauty and the beast-esque did anybody else get a vibe like that <laughs> Partially. I mean, like, you're beautiful. (laughs) Yes. I was more concerned about looking at her than really doing any analytics. I'm going to be real. Exactly. (laughs) Does anyone have any theories about her, about what her role might be soon? Oh, that's a. ah, Liv, take it. Since you asked the question, take the reins. Yeah, take the (laughs) reins. Like, what is your your thoughts? I mean, I I think she's going to end up playing a bigger role. And I think. She might act as a bit of a twist because I already like her character so much, but I feel like she might double cross everyone at some point. Um, maybe she's working with the Pikes. We don't know yet. Yeah, anything anything could happen. But oh my God, Jennifer Beals just plays Carson Whip so cool. And we didn't get to see her in episode three, so that was a little bit of a bummer. But once we got back to her in episode four, it was like, it was like a refresh, just like letting us know, yep, she's still there and she's still running her her little business. And it's cool because I feel like she's going to have such a big role in this show. And episode, I think in the, the last three episodes, she's going to play such a an integral part of these last final episodes. Because if if she if if Kersen came there, like I feel like he came there for a reason. Like and then if Carson knew 
because you know in the comics she referenced about his old gladiator days and because in the comics he was you know a gladiator and he fought in the rings and he was just whipping people side by side and she's like those days are over and she's just like hmm. you know he's just like hmm. but you know he everyone wanted him to put him down but me and luke were like yeah rip his arm off do it <laughs> um, but no i feel like garza whip is gonna is gonna have a bigger role in this show same. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think she's uh, working with the Pikes. Yeah. I don't so want her agreed. to, but I know she is. Oh, yeah. I, I think don't want she's her working to. For I, Crim- think... I think she's working for Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Like... And I feel like she is Kira's, like, little spy. And I feel like I feel like that's a Kira move to have to 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 to, to put a, a a lady in power to, like, you know, like, she's going to get the job done because I feel like Kira's more of like the type of the person that's just like, I don't care who you are, but I I like her. She can get the job done. She's seen Mm -hmm. some stuff. I think she's an informant. She's definitely going to turn on. She's definitely going to turn on, on everybody, but I feel like already, even in the, uh, like when Fennec and Boba are talking on top of the palace, like they, I feel like when they see the other syndicates leave, or the other families, they they, they already know that those guys are going to turn on them. Because yeah. Fennec says, uh, what is the what is the um, money stash look like? And Boba's like, I've got plenty of credits. And she's like, good, because we're going to need muscle. And muscle co- is, uh, it, it costs credits. And, he, and then we hear... And then, and then that was one of the best parts of the episode. You didn't need to see anything. You didn't need to look at anything. You didn't need to be informed about anything about in terms of dialogue. You just need to listen. And it tells you everything you need to know for maybe yeah. the next few episodes. Dinjarn, I got my eye on you. <laughs> yes. I, I put up spoiler alert for a reason. We could talk about it. I know, I know, I know. I was adding a little bit of suspense to it. I was like, okay. Dinjarin. All right. Well, if if you're listening to the podcast, I will see you soon. if you're listening to the podcast, I we put a spoiler warning. I'll I'll try to tag the time from when when it ended, when it started. Um, but yeah, I've loved the direction and and what's going on. But Alanis, what do you think she's going to be doing? Like, what's your take? I agree. She's definitely has some shady dealings. I think kind of everyone on Tatooine does. Um, I think what's going to happen is she's going to double cross someone. And I, um, I don't think in the foreseeable future we'll see her, but I think she's going to have a role within, you know, these last few episodes with maybe bringing in um, some more syndicates, you know, informational information wise, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But I just love her every time she's on screen. So if they want to give a whole episode to her, I'm not going to complain. No, yeah. I think that would be interesting. Um, another question real quick, I guess I should ask before we end. Uh, bounty hunters. We still, I, I think a lot of the bounty hunters that we could see, it, 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 I should ask what bounty hunters are going to show up? That's the I, real question. Din. Well, yeah. Din. That's happening. And But does Bo-Katan also come with him? you know my gut tells me no okay my gut tells me no and that's only because i think the 
like Mando's role. I think since this is supposed to be like Mando 2.5, like to kind of bring everything in, mm-hmm. I really think they're going to focus on him. I think we'll get a Bo-Katan like name drop, but I don't necessarily think that she's going to show up. It's possible. It's possible. It is possible. Show up. Because think about it though, like at the very end of chapter t- of season two of Mandalorian, you kind of hear because Boba and Bo Katan had a little bit of a feud, but you understand that they kind of like they kind of put their differences aside and were like, yeah, let's work, let's focus on saving the child. He was like, just be careful in there, don't worry. Um, and he was like, make sure your shots look convincing. And he was like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it could happen because think about it though, Mando from how season two ended off Mando is with Bo-Katan and with someone. And I think they're going to go try to take Mandalore or try to re re reacquire Mandalore and save it. Mandalore. But, but so, if, so that means that, that, yeah. So if they have, if they get Din, Bo-Katan is a very possible option as well. So, I mean, we did get black or and he's from a comic. Yeah, like all yes. you see is is the light cruiser just pull up over Tatooine, and I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> uh, Liv, who do you think is gonna show up? I really don't know. I feel like I don't know a ton of bounty hunters because I'm I'm very slowly getting into more comics and books. Um, but I'm excited to see whoever shows up. There you go. That's that's the vibe. That's the vibe. It's it's it. We can have expectations. And if like that's the biggest thing, because I just have to remind myself, like I like when Kenobi comes out, I'm going to have more. I'm going to be like char in the respects like I'm going to have too many expectations, but I always have to remind myself like it doesn't matter what my expectations are. Mm -hmm. If they execute it well and they do and they do a good job, I'm going to I'm going to enjoy it. They'll I'll be eating out of their hands. It it won't even matter. It, Mm -hmm. it, It like that's how I am with a lot of the stuff that has happened in star Wars. Everything that's been polarizing for some fans hasn't really been polarizing for me. Like to talk about the sequels, like Palpatine coming back. That's a big thing on the, like everybody comments on about Palpatine. But if you read the extensional media, the, the other media aftermath, the, the battlefront two campaign is also mentioned. Like he had a contingency plan. Like, people, let's not forget, this guy was a mastermind. He was always scheming. There was always a second plan. And, like, I can, I, I really liked Rise of Skywalker, and I think this is the first time I'm saying this on the podcast. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker is my favorite sequel, and the reason why is because of the connection to the entire saga as a whole if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I like right. that. I like the fact that, yes, the central villain, there were a lot of things that were wrong with it, just like the sequels were, but I'm I, I'm not as, like, connected to those issues. I'm willing to look at them and say, you know what? I might not like it, but it makes sense for the story, so I'm just gonna go with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, it doesn't bother me if, if mm-hmm. there's, like, as long as it's not continuity issues, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and if if you're one of those people that are predicting characters to show up in the book of Boba Fett, just just don't say Mace Windu. 
Just don't For say the Mace Windu. Love of God, no. <laughs> don't say Mace Windu. That say. guy is dead. Dead. Not back. He's he dead. No purpose. Dead. What do you think he was doing in the original trilogy? Just sitting in the bottom of Coruscant and thirteen thirteen, just having a couple of drinks with you know some some regular people. What do you think he was uh, doing? No. You think he just set out the entire Galactic Civil War and just hung out? No. So don't say Mace he, Windu. He's dead. Don't say Mace Windu. He has no purpose. He's dead. Dead. He's dead. Dead. So and like. My three main characters. So I made a video about who could show up. So I have Embo, which is like what my my heart wants. I want Embo to show up. Um, my brain is telling me Kira, and just for shits and giggles, I want Hondo Anaka to show up. Yes. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Oh, Hondo, yeah, absolutely. I would love Hondo to show up. All you're is my friend. I am Hondo Onaka. My friends, like I am working in out in Black Spire Outpost on Batu. Yeah, just oh, Hondo would be awesome. I would love Hondo. Yes. Um, but guys, that is going to be a that's going to be the end of the episode. Um, I want to thank everybody in the chat and everybody uh and our two awesome guests. Um, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, it was a ton of fun. I hope to have you guys back again. I think I've got both of you slated for later episodes which is exciting um yes. but uh let's go with elena's where can we follow where can the good people follow you uh throughout the galaxy and uh, on the social medias so if you want to follow me i am not a kyber on tiktok instagram and twitter um and if you because we talked about a little bit on here um if you want to listen to my podcast um that i do with v um grand admiral v you can find a uh, sith face pod um and that is our user on tiktok instagram and um twitter as well um i am kyber crystal designs on both instagram and tiktok and i do lots of fun art things if people are interested in that yeah, she does a lot of good work painting, and it's phenomenal. Uh, so go, so go check out her stuff. Um, oh yeah, and by the way, good job on your first podcast. Thank you. I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was us because because you you handled it like a champ. This oh, usually I'm goes glad. off the rail. It usually goes off the rails. So don't don't feel like we we we. I hope we didn't ruin your experience. No, but... no, you guys are amazing. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Char, where can the good people follow you across the galaxy and on the social medias? Okay, remember, I want good people. I don't want bad people or some yeah. people. I want good people, maybe even great people, but good people. You can find me on TikTok at CharCharJ, and you can find me here every Wednesday morning, Thursday night, and Friday night to talk about the Book of Boba Fett, watch Book of Boba Fett, and our weekly Clone Wars rewatch reviews. So, that's where you can find me and Luke. You can go ahead and explain where we can find your stuff. So you can follow me at the Pod Ones Podcast on TikTok, uh, the Pod Ones Pod on Instagram, and the and at Pod Ones on Twitter. Uh, again, uh, we've got uh, tomorrow. We've got a stacked roundtable uh, discussing Chapter Four of the Book of Boba Fett um with they fly now it's gonna be a great great time uh you can also see us on the watch along uh i will be announcing who will be on that uh early next week 
Um, and then obviously here Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, also, another note, uh, roundtable tomorrow night, 8.30 Central Standard Time. We're pushing it back a little bit so that we can so that we can give our guests a little bit more time. Uh, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, we would love to have everybody come and check that out. Uh, but again, thank you, everybody that showed up in the chat and, and uh, obviously our two guests. So um, uh, it's usually where we end uh, for Lighten for Life. May, may the force be with you always. Thank you for two to coming on. And Luke, you can go ahead and do your thing. May the force be with you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.